Welcome to Broad Ideas, where I, Rachel Bilson, and I, Olivia Allen, speak with people, all kinds of people, all kinds of ideas. Right. It's a very broad, and you will hear how broad it really is, because let me tell you, we run the gamut. Um, a very dear friend of mine is here today. <laughs> I adore Aubrey plaza so very much we had a very special relationship when we worked together we played sisters and uh i'm so happy that she is here to talk with us today as am i huge fan also huge what do, what do people know her from you might know aubrey from parks and recreation quite a popular show she was in that father john misty music video excuse me what i feel like that's where most people know her from are you being what? serious? The Father John Misty music video. Who's Father John Misty? He's uh he was in the Fleet Foxes. Remember okay. Fleet Foxes? Yeah. Rob, you're too cool for me. She's in she's the Fleet in, Foxes. No, just Fleet <laughs> Foxes. She's in Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings. Oh. His like first music video. Okay. Father John Misty. She's also in Dirty Grandpa and Ingrid Goes West. She is. She's done so much. It's hard to say her credits. And wrote a book. The Legend of the Christmas Witch. Yep. I mean, the list can go on and on. And it does. She also did a little movie called The To-Do List that I also did. Huge movie. Huge. Huge. <laughs> Huge stars. Let's talk to her. Let's do that. Aubrey. Sometimes when the world feels insane, you can take a little peek inside of Rachel's little brain. Thoughts are swirling round and round inside to join us on this journey as we take a little ride. We'll talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. I'm so happy to see you. Hello. Hello. Aubrey, this is Olivia. She's one of my best friends. Hi, Aubrey. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, too. I feel like I haven't actually seen you since running into you in a mall in Atlanta. Do you remember that? Oh, shit. I, yeah. like, had just had my baby. You were shooting. I don't know what you were shooting there. I don't know what I was shooting either. <laughs> Dirty Grandpa? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think you were. And we ran into you in the mall. <laughs> And you were like, what, what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. What were you doing? I there? was only there because my ex was shooting a movie there and we had a newborn. Oh, got, yeah. it, got it. Got and it. she likes the mall. <laughs> like, yeah. Why were we in the mall? Uh, who was I, I? I don't even know who I was with. I, my memory is so bad. No, you were by, I'm the same, but you were by yourself. Such a loser. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, you were like, I'm really stoned. I'm in this mall and I don't know what is going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I've seen you since then. And that would have been like six years ago or something. Seven. I don't know. That's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. <laughs> you look great. You look great. Thanks. You are a very busy lady. You have a lot of things going on. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> happening. What? <laughs> Olivia's been like, I cannot wait to talk I'm obsessed. to Aubrey. <laughs> I'm obsessed yeah, with her. Obsessed with you in a creepy, like cozy way, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll take I it. I feel like you would understand that because it seems like you like some creepy, cozy things. 
Uh, yeah, that's like, those are the two best words to describe most of the things that I like. Because <laughs> that's how I feel about you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> You're adjective. Well, I yeah. personally fell in love with you when we worked together on the to-do list. That's right. By the way, that was a great movie. You are fucking phenomenal in it. And I feel like it should have got more recognition Thanks. than it did. So were you. I know. I Honestly, I feel like it was ahead of its time. And I'm not going to hate on any other movie that like does, you know, the similar things or whatever. But that Booksmart, did you see Booksmart? I did see Booksmart. That Booksmart bit, which was great. Great. Good, good for all the yeah. people involved in Booksmart. But I did watch that movie and go like, I did this. Uh, hello. <laughs> we did this. We fucking did this. I mean, we ours was set in the 90s, of course. Right. So it was a, which I don't think that movie was, but um n- uh was it? But you know, whatever. No, it's funny you say that. I just saw Booksmart for the first time like less than a month ago. Yeah. And I thought it was good. I thought Olivia Wilde did a really good job, you know, visually totally, and directing totally. wise. But you're so right. And I think it was before its time. And I almost wanted them to like re-release right? it. <laughs> Honestly, they should, but they should re-release it with the original title, which was The Handjob. Which is so much better. (laughs) Which is so much better because it's about your character who is a virgin, who hasn't done anything, hasn't done shit. And like you have a to-do list to like accomplish before, before you graduate. Yeah. I'm like one summer, I'm like, I must make this list of all the sexual things before I go to college so that I'm not like an inexperienced loser in college or something. Right. And you play my older yeah. sister and we fight. We have like physical fights. <laughs> we do. <laughs> which are really funny. Yeah. And I'm like telling you how to give a good rim job or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Did anyone do yeah. that in real life to either of you? Like, did anyone explain how to do things or did you just kind of figure it out in real life? Rim job? <laughs> um, I don't even know what a rim job really is. I just mean in general. Like I remember being in elementary school and then being like, this is how you give a blow job. And then doing someone it. Someone showed you? Yeah. How to give a blow job? I think my like sister on a legitimately showed me on a banana how to give a blow job. Hmm. No? I don't think I had that. Did you, Aubrey? Well, I had this one summer <laughs> where I was... Dating the Swedish exchange student that was from like, okay, it's like a really long story. We have time. Basically, <laughs> I I went to an all-girls school, like a very small all-girls Catholic school. And so there were no boys in my class. Um, the boys were all like at the brother's school. Um, so we didn't interact with the boys that much, but I did community theater and I met this like Swedish guy and he was so hot and I was like who is that guy he's like painting the sets or whatever and they're like uh, I don't know he goes to like the public school and then he like couldn't really speak that great English at that point when I met him at first but then I asked him to go to junior prom with me like kind of as a joke not to be like making fun of him or anything but I was like wouldn't it be hilarious if I took the Swedish guy um <laughs> and he like can't speak English or something but then by the time that I asked him to go I guess he had been in Delaware for so long he totally spoke English and it wasn't funny it like was the <laughs> joke was like fun. on me or something <laughs> but then we very quickly just kind of I fell in love with him I I don't know how he felt about me but he was <laughs> Uh, but I was like obsessed with him and he was only a year older than me, I think. But I had a car and this is going back to the original question. I just remember he taught me a lot in the woods, in the, woods. And in the car, in the car. 
And he was in Delaware. Yeah, it was like one of the, yeah, it was like one of those summers where there was a lot of like car driving around in cars and like parking in like parking lots and, and stuff. And experimenting. And um, I'll just like say thank you so much to the Swedish boy <laughs> who seemed very much more advanced in all of those things. And I learned a lot that summer. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I learned a lot. Bringing it back to the creepy, cozy feeling. Right? Exactly. In exactly. the woods. Exactly. And then have you stayed in touch with him? <laughs> sort of sort of um sort of i mean this is like a very loaded question because i actually have this movie that was written about this relationship oh wow and and it hasn't been made yet oh, okay. but it was yeah it has not come to fruition but there exists a script that is about this relationship and the answer is yes i have stayed in touch with him but in the creepiest of ways where basically like I, 10 years after that infamous summer, I went to Sweden, like without telling him and kind of like went to his hometown <laughs> and was like, what's up? Remember me? No, um, oh did you God. tell anyone? It was like my eat, pray, love moment. Yeah. <laughs> I had just broken up with someone and I was like, I'm going to go to Sweden and find him again because technically we never broke up. We just had to stop dating because the program was over. You're still together now. <laughs> we are, even though I'm pretty sure he's married and has kids now. We're spiritually married because we never broke up. It's like a weird unresolved thing when you're like, but what would have happened if we hadn't been forced apart because we didn't really break right, up? Right. So, Wait, What happened when you saw him when you went there? Basically, the short version is I saw him. He had a girlfriend which I didn't know. And like, I told him I was coming. I think I maybe Facebook messaged him or something. We hadn't kept in touch. So I sent him this message hoping that he would see it. But I planned my trip anyway. I was like, I'm going whether I see him or not just for my own thing because I wanted to like write this script. And then he got back to me a couple of days before I went to his hometown. He was like, oh my God, I do live here. I still live here. I would love to take you out for dinner. And I was like, oh my God, like my movie is happening in real life. And then he picks me up for dinner, but he had a girl with what? him. So oh. I had like built, up, yeah. So I had built up this whole thing where I was like, oh my God, like we're going to get back together. Like everything is happening. Um, and then he was like, this is my girlfriend. My <laughs> this is my love. And I was like, uh, and she was like, what are you doing here? Who are you? <laughs> Why are you here? I can't. And I was like, um, I'm on a work trip. She's like, what work are you doing here? This is like my terrible, that's not even a Swedish accent. But she was like, what? Why are you in this town? What work are you doing? I was like, nothing. Just sightseeing. It made for a very awkward dinner. Um, everybody drank a lot of wine. And then I remember that in the middle of dinner, he realized what was going on and was like, oh. You want me to teach you more. I Yeah. <laughs> I was like, our lessons aren't done. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was like a shit show. That was a long time ago. Um, that is yeah. fucking hilarious. Were you already like working at the time? Like, yeah. Did he know that you were successful? And It was like early into parks and recreation. Okay. It was like, I can't remember what season it was, but it was the first time that I had like hiatus or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I had a little bit of extra money where like I never had that before. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm like a professional actor and I'm on hiatus. 
fuck it. I'm going to like make this little trip. And I just, yeah, I went to Scandinavia for two weeks. I can't believe um, you did that. And by yourself. By myself. Yeah, you were just like, fuck it. I'm going to go. <laughs> Even if he doesn't see yeah. my message, I'm going to go find him. I would imagine it was a big yeah, town. basically, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It was uh, it Yotabori. It was what? It, Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Yotabori. <laughs> Again, terrible Swedish accent. I'm really impressed with your Swedish isms. <laughs> um, thank you. Tak, tak. Um, that's why I say thank you. Swedish. So you yeah, learned was, so much from him. <laughs> I know I did. Jag förstår svenska. Jag förstår lite svenska. Jag pratar svenska. I can like kind of no no. I like became obsessed. Oh, that is with okay. Swedish. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been that far to Sweden yeah, I haven't been to Sweden but I would have gone he was extremely attractive and I was like ah. like he was out of my league I was oh my being, god you're right no yes <laughs> yes oh my god what I would have given to be a fly on the wall at that dinner with you and him and his girlfriend uh, okay this is why the movie needs to you happen need, well it's you gonna just, happen because you keep talking about it and you're putting it out there I know, so I mean, are you yeah, gonna direct it too manifest I can't. I feel like I can't like jinx it or talk no, about it. No, don't. But it's like no, it's just it's, already. Yeah, it's gonna happen, and everyone will know soon enough. Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So you got married spur of the moment, kind of thing, right? Um. Yeah. We had been together for ten years. We got married the summer of the quarantine, but we didn't tell anyone. So I think people think like it happened a year later or something. At least the internet thinks that which I like because I don't want them to know everything (laughs) but yeah it was our 10-year anniversary and we had been quarantined for months and we were just sitting in the living room at like 5 p.m or something we had like ordered dinner and we were just joking around and I was like we should (laughs) I was just like we should do something you know special it's our 10-year anniversary that's crazy like we should just get married um or something and then we're just like joking about it. And then we were like, well, could we actually do that? And then I just Googled it and found onehourmarriage.com, which was the first website that popped up. That exists? That's amazing. I thought it was a joke. And then I called the number and I was like, can you come to our house right now? And they were like, ugh, can we do tomorrow? And I was like, no. (laughs) It's like, you advertised one hour. And they were like, all right, we'll be there in two hours. <laughs> and I was like, again, not the advertisement, but um, I'll take it. And so that was it. And then this very sweet man came to our house around 830, I think, from Alhambra. <laughs> and he had a briefcase and was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So and um, And I was like creating like a love altar and like saging and like... I've told the story of her this, like this other woman that is a witch that moved across the street from me during the quarantine. Wait, what? I only told her. You told her that you were getting married? Yeah, I like went, I like ran across the street. Her name was, her name is Dandelion. And I was like, Dandelion, I'm going to get married in like two hours. I was like, can you just tell me if this is like cosmically like, okay, I don't know. Is this like a bad idea or a good idea? Or like, can you do something? And she was like, she's like, it's a good idea. And then, um, and then made me like this rosemary crown. So she like, she was like, wait right there, I'll do something. And I was like, okay. And then she like went in her house, she made this like crown and I wore it well for the ceremony. It was very like kind of Woodstock. I mean, we were in your yard. Definitely. Yeah. Naked. Um, <laughs> okay. We weren't naked, but we were wearing 
tie-dye pajamas that Jeff oh, had made. Are you serious? During the quarantine. Yeah, he got really into tie-dye during the <laughs> quarantine. Um, so he had made me like a lot of tie-dye clothes. So it was very, yeah, it was like kind of, you know, hippie dippy. I love it. I want to know why Dandelion's a witch though. Like what does she do that makes her witchy? Yeah. She's a fourth generation witch. Oh, a like, legit witch. You, You're speaking my mom. Like yeah. my mom's all into witches and the realism and the good and all of that. So this is like, oh. she's like a legit. And then you okay. did, you did a book, The Christmas Witch. Was it, did you do it I because didn't. of Dandelion? No, I think I've always been, I mean, maybe, maybe there's like an uncut, maybe that helped me launch into it. But I, no, I've always had like a witchy fascination with that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I think, I don't know what it was. It was something about the quarantine pandemic stuff that I got really into like tarot cards and stuff oh, like that. Nice. And then and then Dandelion moved in. And then my neighbor, it was all very manifestation-y because my neighbor who lived across the street from me knew that I was like kind of into the witchy stuff. And then before she moved out and had Dandelion house it for her, she was like, I met this like witch, like a real witch, and she wants to do this ritual in my backyard. Do you want to do it with us? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I might even have this other psychic come to like join the ritual. And I was like, I really want to experience a psychic and a witch at a ritual to get like, I want to like see how they interact because right. I'm just the intern. <laughs> I was like, I really, but that, so then I was like, I'm in, but the psychic never showed up, but Dandelion mm-hmm. showed up. And yeah, she like, we sat in a little circle and she taught us how to do little altars and then she i think because of that day my neighbor when she was deciding if she's going to leave town or not was like you know what i think i will have dandelion house sit for me because it'd be great for aubrey too like i'm not saying she did it for me but i think there was like partially why so that was like a weird gift and then i kind of you know unspokenly became dandelion's apprentice at least i'd like to mm-hmm. say i am her apprentice i don't she's never called me that before but <laughs> you're like, I, you've made I yourself yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what i try and she would like leave little gifts on my doorstep and like, like what? little just like a box with herbs and salts and things to burn and stuff and then she'd like write a note and be like tonight is the night for sex magic yes this is rachel's <laughs> like, mom yeah is your mom yeah. wait is your mom a witch? I wouldn't say she's a witch, but she's very into it. Yeah, she taught me how to read tarot. Really? She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like mm-hmm. next level. Do you read cards now? So Dandelion gave me the Mother Peace tarot deck, uh-huh. which I don't know if you've encountered this one, but they're the circular cards. They're oh. like the goddess cards. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, And she gave me that with a book like the guidebook or whatever. I'm getting better. I'm getting so familiar with the cards now that I can dabble in like reading them, but I just use the book. Like I know how to do certain kinds of like readings, but I'm always like, I let the cards are speaking, you know, I'm just the messenger. I'm just the vessel. I'm the vessel. I'm empty vessel. I'm not claiming to have any magical powers here, but it's the deck that has the powers. And I swear to God, every time I've done a reading for people, it's always, it's, it's always crazy. It's always I like, you to do are you kidding me? I know. Like, I want you to do yeah, our when reading. Yeah, when are you going to do mine? <laughs> I will. I'll come over and yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Do you sleep with the cards under your pillow? No. That's what, that's what, that's what <laughs> Rachel's mom taught me to do. She, she did? Was like, yes. Really? She was like, you sleep with the cards under your pillow because then when you're... 
in your deep subconscious, you'll get messages and that's how you kind of form a relationship with them. So it's kind of like an exchange while you sleep. Wait, like the whole deck? The whole deck. Like you you put the deck in something if you want, like a little Mm. thing and you put it under your pillow to sleep. I was going to say, because I have a lot of pillow problems (laughs) and I don't know if that lump is going to do me any favors, but I could try. Well, you have to put it in something. Put it in something soft. Like a soft thing and then tuck it behind. (laughs) And then you, I think you even like, you could probably even do like a bedtime intention first of like, I'm open to receiving any messages while I sleep. And then I guess it's supposed to connect you to the cards. That sounds just carry them with you every day. Well, she also said to just shuffle them every day and like not even if you're reading them, but just to shuffle them. Just like I I do believe in like the energy that is transferred into the cards because when I do a reading, I basically like whoever I'm pulling a card for, I have them like spend time with the deck, shuffle it, Mm -hmm. hold it, whatever, press it against. So I believe that it's all energy, baby. It is, baby. Have you ever found out anything about yourself from doing it? Like, do you use it? I remember I used to use it to make decisions. I'd be like, I don't know if I should do this thing. And then Jan, Rachel's mom, would be like, go to the deck. And so I'd do a reading and be like, yeah, no, fuck him. I just use the decision app. What's that? (laughs) What's that? It's an app. (laughs) The decider or something. And like it spins a wheel and then it tells you yes or no. Rachel's like, I just use my brain. (laughs) Rachel, <laughs> not the decision app. Not the decision. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. It exists. I would do it. I'm terrible at making decisions. <laughs> I'm sure I've used the deck to do. A lot of times, the deck is like reaffirming for mm-hmm. me. Totally. Like I'll be in a zone or something, and I'll be like about to like embark on something, and I pull a card, and I'm like, I knew it. <sighs> Slow and steady wins the race. Or whatever <laughs> it is. It's like whatever. It's normally just like, yeah, it's normally like you're in the right, whatever right. Yeah. thing. You're getting affirmation but from it. Yeah, which I need. I feel like I need. I feel like everyone needs reassurance. it. I need reassurance. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Do you want some? I mean, I'll give it to you because I literally, <laughs> yeah. like a few nights ago, Rachel's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't stop watching Aubrey Plaza. Interviews. She really, she all she like, did no, was I, watch I you. I can't stop. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm in a hole. No. <laughs> and then I went back in. No, it's so terrifying. It's so terrifying to me. That, like, there's so many people that will come up to me. They'll be like, I know you from your interviews. Yeah. I'm like, that is so weird. <laughs> it's like, should be the other way around. Right. No, it's so weird. People they are like, I've never seen you in anything you've done, but I've seen your interviews. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> that like, that is the thing. No, it's right. It's something Terrifying. that's so right. Listen, it's all the same. Like, and, and doing this and talking to people too, like, you know, there's only so much a lot of times actors are willing to give of themselves and be authentic. But like when you see someone who's like unapologetically rad (laughs) or raw, you're like, wait, what is that? I need, I need more. Yeah. Okay. So it's not something wrong with you. No, it is. Okay. (laughs) And it translates in your work too, obviously. But yeah, people do that. They always come and they think they know you. I guess you more interviews than your characters, which is weird. No, the people know you from everything you do. But it is weird that they feel like they can just come up and they're your best friend. And it's really weird and awkward. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm being really She's doing that awkward. to you right now. <laughs> 
And she doesn't care. No, I don't care either. I don't care about anything. Like, it's so funny to me because I honestly, like most of the times in those interviews, I'm just brain dead. I'm just like in survival Do you like mode. doing interviews or do you hate it? It's like a sick kind of like yeah. I get. Like, I don't like it. I get really nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I get really self-conscious and I'm always kind of like, oh, God. But then I think I've like dug myself into this weird pattern where it's like I've already like set a weirdness standard yeah. so you feel like, like you have to upkeep it yeah but then the funniest thing is that like I always am like besides for when I was going on doing interviews for the Christmas witch because I purposefully was like literally dressing like a witch and being right. like psychotic <laughs> but that was just for my own enjoyment yeah. but like normally I'm just genuinely like saying to myself in the green room like just be yourself and just don't worry about, you know, being funny or trying to do anything or whatever. Just like be normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it never works out. <laughs> but is that your normal? That is your normal, right? I get, I guess. <laughs> I think I just don't like my brain like explode. Like the, that uh, scenario explodes my brain. Yeah. I like yeah. my brain just, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, I, it's like the it's weirdest. It's the weirdest. I get like mini panic attacks. Like when you're standing waiting to walk onto stage for an interview, I get yes. like mini panic attacks like right before. And I don't know how, but you walk out there and then you talk. I have no idea what I say, but it's so nerve wracking. You know what? Me too. I feel like I black out every time. Right. And it goes by so fast. And then I walk out and I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I said this time. <laughs> like every time. I know. I feel the same way. It's just like this weird, unnatural thing. Especially when they talk to you before and you do these pre-interviews, you're like, oh, you know what you're going to be talking about. And I'm like, well, what kind of conversation is that? Because then it's just like... I know. And and it's like in the spontaneity of that conversation, I've said it the funniest way or something. You already did it. I was just right. Being, yeah. I've already done the better version. So like my stand-up comedy brain is going like, well, don't try to recreate the joke that you already told that worked because that ain't ever going to work. And then it never does. Right. So then my like tactic is like, I'm going to make a hard left turn here <laughs> and talk about something that you were not expecting to talk about. And then... And then it just goes off the right. rails or something. But, I think it's a defense mm-hmm. mechanism to be like, yeah. Right. And then but that's I'm going to get you before yeah. you get me. But that's way better, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then you just throw them for a loop. Right. But I'm never trying. Like, it's their show. Like, I would never. Because, like, my publicist, who I've been with forever and ever and ever, who I love, like, now she's like a family member to me. But she's always kind of like, don't try to, like, prank them you know don't be <laughs> be respectful and all this stuff and I'm like I would never like go on someone else's show to be like fuck you like I'm the butt of the joke in my mind <laughs> right I'm humiliating myself it's like some weird like thing that I like to do it's just like publicly humiliate myself yeah. for your own pleasure <laughs> for their pleasure but I would never want to like yeah unless I really didn't like someone have you ever done that where you don't like someone and like purposely <laughs> no but um you're like but I would and I will (laughs) I would I would I think I would like I hope that when I'm like older even though I'm already old but like older older like I'll just start just not give it fuck and just if I feel like I don't like someone I'll just be like I'm never doing that show or I just won't even right there's like one time and I won't mention who it is but like one time I went on a show and like three minutes into it I was so horrified and I had never had that feeling before where I was like I'm never 
ever doing that Wait, again. because of what they asked you or what? No, just like the vibe. So when you do these things, <laughs> your interviews and whatnot, because like you were into stand-up, you did improv, like all of that. Would you do that now? Would you do stand-up? Ooh. Do you do stand-up? Please do stand-up. Well, <laughs> that's such a good question because honestly, it is the one thing that I still dream about, but I don't do it. Why not? I Because I'm scared. Yeah. And also the closest thing that I have gotten to doing it was hosting the Independent Spirit Awards, <gasps> um, which I did the last two right. years. And because I did that, I got to do stand-up yeah. because the monologue is basically like a 10-minute set. So to prepare for it, I did like sets at comedy clubs amazing the nights leading up to it but legitimately doing stand-up i haven't done since funny people which is a judd apatow movie i was in like over 10 years ago and i did i went on the circuit for a little bit but i haven't done it in so long to me it's like the most respected like Mm -hmm. thing it's the scariest and hardest thing to do and i wish that i had the discipline to do it but i feel like to be really good at it you have to do it every fucking night right really it's like you can't just like yeah yeah, like you can't just like dabble in it especially when you have some kind of like public profile because i feel like and this is like all ego stuff so i need to like just let that Mm -hmm. shit go but i do have this like fear now where i'm like because when i was doing it before no one knew who the fuck i was so i didn't have any like expectations to deliver on and now it's like i feel like i get up there with all this baggage where i'm like uh people are just gonna like want this thing and i'm not gonna give it to them and then i'm gonna like panic pressure of it so whatever but Maybe like hosting award shows is my way of doing stand up, <laughs> which is like just like a rare like hobby. It's just, my hobby about, is hosting about, awards shows. Yeah, that's my hobby. That's a good hobby. <laughs> but what about but SNL? Would you want to do that? Yes, fuck yes. Yeah, because I think you'd be fucking awesome, dude. I want to do it so bad. Have you ever done SNL? No, what? but I worked. Yeah, there. you were an intern there, right? Yes, I was an intern there for that a must year, have been insane. for the two thousand. Four seasons. 2004. Yeah, was, who was, who there was there then? The cast? So it was 2004, 2005. I always mark it as the year that Rob Riggle was in the cast mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he, I think he was only on the show for that year. Um, Tina Fey was still head writer. Wow. Um, Polar was there. Wow. Um, I think it was the year after Will Ferrell had left mm-hmm. because I pretty sure that season he came to host the show for the okay. first time um but it was like a crazy year it was the year that ashley simpson <gasps> the lips had her thing uh, her acid yes. reflux i was i was there i was no. front row no shit <laughs> front row I, in fact when she ran off stage she ran right oh, past man. me Oof. in tears and screaming um crying and calling for her dad i think oh, um yikes but i felt i felt really bad for her but um that was a crazy night. Um, yeah, insane. Paris Hilton hosted that season. I remember because at one point someone was like, watch her dogs. And I was like, what? And then she had two little doggies and they were like running up and down the hallway. And I was like, I can't believe I'm like watching her dogs. Like, how did this happen? Um, <laughs> how did I get here? Just like weird. You felt weird special, shit. right? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I couldn't get enough. I was like lurking in the shadows that whole year, just absorbing, stealing all the scripts. I stole all the scripts. Mm-hmm. I would take them in my backpack and like, for what? Nothing. How old I would were you? Them. Like, cool. I was in college. I was like, yeah, 
20. But what a trip that Polar was there and then you wound up with her on parks. <laughs> yeah. And we never met. Like I didn't, I was an intern in the design department. So I wasn't mm. interacting with the cast or anything. I was just kind of, uh, yeah, just in the background. And I never, I was like shy. I would get into the parties all the time after. And that was so much fun. And I remember getting really drunk uh, one time and like, going up to Fred Armisen and being like, your sketches are funny. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, thank you. <laughs> and I was just, I was like, yeah. And then that was, that was, that it. was your moment. <laughs> that was the big one. That was my moment. Yeah. It was like by the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk. I was obsessed with him and Will Forte. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. I was, they were, because at that point they were just like writing the weirdest <laughs> shit. And like a lot of it wasn't getting onto the live show. And there was like, Will Forte was just writing like such insane stuff. And it was so up my alley, but it, I felt like it never got on the show. And then I would get like really angry and I'd be like, I'm going to say something. And I'd be like, you can't, you're no one, you're nothing. <laughs> like You're like, let me put these dogs down and I'm going to go say something. <laughs> I know. Just going to like hold these dogs for ransom and like be like, Lauren. Like, hey, Lauren. <laughs> whatever. But, but what a fucking yeah. trip though, to be a part, just like watching that while you're in college and like what you want to do yeah. and everything. I mean, that's insane to me. It was so cool. The year after that, I became a page. A page. Yeah. That building is very like important. I worked in that building in so many weird ways. Like <laughs> I was always like lurking in the hallways of that building. I still know like the security guards. Like <laughs> when you go to New York, like... you go stay with them. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so crazy. And then when did you come to LA? I came to LA to do funny people like 2008 maybe? yeah but i just think like the stand-up you know going back to that like i don't think there's anything harder and more scary and when i see people mm -hmm. do it well even like females you know what was such a bummer like i fucking loved amy schumer <laughs> like yeah. i felt like her stand-up yeah. you know awesome i <laughs> one time i like commented on her instagram i was like trying to get in and like maybe she'll notice me she was like talking about like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion or something. I was like, I know that movie. Anyway, and I commented. <laughs> That'd be so weird like, if you didn't. I know. I know. <laughs> that was a weird comment. But I commented and I went back to look to see, like, did she notice me? She deleted my comment. What? No, she, she didn't. She did. I don't deleted. know why. It was gone. Gone. I was like, <laughs> but then part of me was like, well, she noticed me. <laughs> but why would she, she took the time it? to erase my comment about post-its. Rachel, there's no way. <laughs> I'm no. telling you. This needed to be that, I, no. You knew yeah, at the time. She called me right away and was like, I was very upset fuck? about this. <laughs> this was and very we upsetting. Like, I don't think she would like deliberately erase your comment. Like, do people do that? Why would she do that? What was your comment? What did you actually say? I think I quoted Romy and Michelle and I was like, I invented post-its. That's what you, that's what you wrote. That's yeah. all. Or something. She was talking about her favorite movie. She's like, no, you didn't, bitch. I'm not going to let this bitch take my glory. Yeah, it was like a big bummer for me. I think I like unfollowed her after that. Like, it was very heartbreaking. What are you talking about? I'm sure she would love you. I don't know her that well, but she seems down to earth. No, it was really upsetting and weird. And I just had to. Oh, no. Look, I think this is all in your head. And... Are you still hurt by that? Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still bit. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm not going to lie. I still love her, though. I think she's hilarious. I mean, it'd be hard not to love her still because she's, she's so good. But whatever. Whatever. 
If you ever know her, you can ask if her. If you ever me, know her. <laughs> well, I'm at, I honestly, we've barely crossed paths, but it's so funny that you're bringing her up today because I made a joke to her today about us hosting the Oscars together. <gasps> and are you gonna? I mean, that would be the best Oscars ever. <laughs> I think it would be funny. And I was like, I t- texted her. I was like, maybe we should host the Oscars together. You can call me Tina if you want. (laughs) Um, And she like made a joke or whatever, but I don't really know her. Like I met her one time we were sat at a table together at some random award show. And she was like from across the table, like giving me shit, like yelling at me or something. (laughs) And I was like drunk or I I don't know like what was going on. But um, I felt like we had like an instant like dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, she likes you. But I never hung out there. Never. I mean, you have her number. You can text her. Can you ask her about the Romy and Michelle post-it comment? <laughs> yes. Should I ask her about right yeah. <laughs> Can you? Can but you if you really... Her? No, I'm scared. No, no. <laughs> if you guys really did host together, though, I, that would be amazing. And I think it's your yeah, I'm going to ask her later. But that's your new hobby anyway. Uh, I was about to award say, shows. like, let people know that's your hobby. Yeah, you're putting it out there. Well, I did the last live hosting gig before the pandemic was me. So I hosted the 2020 Indie Spirit Awards yeah. and that was it. That was it. Because that year the Oscars were hostless. Right. That was the first yeah. year that, that was the first year the Oscars went hostless. And so I kept joking, like I'm the last host in the history of hosts. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, yeah. <laughs> but then apparently this year they're bringing back a host, but they don't well, know. Well, I think we do. I think you just put it out there in the universe. Yeah. And I think Dandelion Schumer. could do a little ritual and, <laughs> and make it happen. Make it happen. Okay, Dandelion, can you hear me? Did she name herself? <laughs> or is that like her birth name? She, no, she... She's like given it by like... She was given the name on some like island from like a shaman or something mm-hmm. and it was like a moment where she was like oh i've just received like my witch name but she's a fourth generation witch from tennessee whatever that means i mean i um, get it you get i wonder yeah. what your witch name would be i don't know Maybe dandelion can give you one aubrey means ruler of the elves which well, i hello. think <laughs> slightly witchy like you were born into it <laughs> ruler of the elves is that really the meaning of your name what sign are you? Yeah, it's cancer. I Yeah, it is. It's really weird. Look it up. It's like everyone else's name means like gift from God. And then mine's just mine's like, like yeah. female lamb or something. Oh, I love lamb. It's like oh, olive weird. branch. Olive branch? Olive branch. Ranch dressing? Olive branch. <laughs> that would be dope oh. if it was like my, my name. My name means the best dressing. thing ever. I wish my <laughs> name fucking meant ranch dressing. Oh, I'd be so excited. Oh my you were telling just call me ranch dressing. That is my witch name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Off the rails. Once How again. is married life? When people ask that, honestly, for me, I felt like it did change things a little bit. Yeah, because you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I think power. That's Maybe that's why I've never been married. I never got married. I was in a long-term relationship, but we never got married. You were never married? No. Oh, I thought you were. No, we were never married. Honestly, marriage to me, I thought I would never be married either. It was never something that we really cared about. Like, But I grew up really Catholic, so like sometime along the way, that went out the window. But like, it does feel different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we waited, obviously. A long time. When you were like, oh, maybe, hey, should get married. it's like six <laughs> o'clock, let's get married. Had you ever been engaged? No. Um, <laughs> <face>. I know. 
<laughs> well, this one time, <laughs> um, a lot of the things we do are like for a joke, but then the joke becomes real. Right. So one time we got engaged. It's <laughs> a joke. <laughs> and uh, it was the craziest thing ever because it was a year before we got married and we were in Spain. And this is all coming back to witches. Just saying. <laughs> we were staying in the north of Spain at this hotel called Acalare. And we had dinner at their restaurant the first night. And the first thing they brought me at the dinner was this butter that had a um like a devil goat head like what? burned into the butter oh. or something. It was like demonic butter. Yeah. And um it yeah, and it was it had like a devil, Satan devil head, like but on the butter <laughs> and as like a pattern or something. And it but it was really fancy butter. But I was like what? looking at it like why is there like a fucking devil goat head in my butter and so then we asked the waiter like what's going on with this demon butter and he was like Acolare, it means a witch's coven and i was like what he's like this is where you're staying in the witch's coven mm-hmm. and i was like i didn't know i didn't know because i was drawn to this hotel i had no idea then he went on to tell us that in that area which is like in the basque region of spain and southern france um, there was a town called Zugatamerdi, which it was like the site of one of the largest witch executions in like European history. And unlike Salem witch trials, which, right. you know, was a couple hundred witches, I think, that mm-hmm. got burned at the mm-hmm. stake, like a couple hundred. There were thousands of witches that got burned wow. and killed in this town, Zugatamerdi. Um, and he was like, it's very close to here. And I was like, we're going <laughs> and <Please>. so <laughs> like on our like vacation so we fucking drove there and it was crazy it's this like little town in the middle of nowhere there's a cave and you like go into this cave and there's a river that runs through the cave called the river of hell and that's i guess where like a lot of the witches were like killed and like yikes like killed in this river of hell or something and so i was like in the river um like looking for rocks because <laughs> i like to collect rocks and so i was like knee deep in the river of hell like my hands and i turned around and jeff was on his knees <gasps> that's and dreams he proposed to me on the, in the, in river, the river of hell, hell. yeah uh, uh, are so you crying I know. <laughs> no I had an allergy. Um, I knew no. that when you were saying that somehow you were going to be in the river. I didn't know why, but I knew Literally you were going to be in it. I was wet. I had <laughs> wet, like, river hell rocks, like, dripping in my fingers. While he proposed. And he was like, yeah, basically, yeah. Did he have an actual ring or it was a joke and he didn't? No, he didn't. Oh, oh he, he did. did. It was, okay. That's not very funny. No, he waited until you were knee deep in the river That's funny. Well. But I mean, like, it wasn't like a joke. He was dead serious about marrying you. I was not expecting him to. Yeah, wow. he had his mother's ring. He had his mother's oh, ring. No. I guess his, his mother had given him a ring at some point and was like, marry her. <laughs> um, and you said, she, but, um, and you said no. <laughs> yes. And he was like, oh, God. Um, yeah, he just went for it. 
was unexpected because we didn't even know we were going to Zucata Meridia. It was like this new right. thing. So I don't even know. He didn't plan that. I guess. Or did no, he? I don't know if like, <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I don't want to know. No, the story's uh, better this way. Was there energy at the river? It just happened that way. Like, could you feel like, did it have like energy? Did you feel something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was dark. It was See, dark, but beautiful. Did yeah. you keep the rocks? Do you have the rocks? Yeah, we have all, we have rocks. Like we were like a little like hobbit house. We have like all kinds of like From rocks. everywhere you go? Little, yeah, like little like, this is a jar of oh. rat skulls. Where'd you oh. get those rat skulls? Those are real rat skulls. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get them? Uh, I think honestly, and I'm not making this up, I'm pretty sure Dandelion did that. Because I didn't collect these. Really? She leaves little... Those yeah, are one of the gifts little... that she leaves? I wonder what that... What's that? What does I it mean? I can't see what that is. Feathers? Feathers? Okay. I, I don't know. I have all these like oddities, but check this out. What's that? Oh. that weed? <laughs> girl. <laughs> Go big it is. You guys want to see some crazy shit. Um, wait, I have to show you this one thing. I'm sorry. I know this is a podcast. No, it's a show us. I'll describe. But, the, but this is worth it. No, this is worth it. This is worth it. Ready? Yep. Okay. Can you see that? Well, yes. It's a big bush of it's some a, sort. It's a branch. A branch. It's a branch. And it is, if you can tell, it goes up to the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, is that a weed? Yeah. What? No, it's not. Did you grow that? Yes. <laughs> My neighbors did. That's amazing. Um, That's a beautiful sight right there. That's pretty. It's just a bee tree growing in my living room. No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) But it's actually growing. Uh, No, it's not. No, no, it's it's not growing. It's um, it's dried out. It's dried out. My neighbors brought it over to me and they they dry it out in their barn. But uh, it sounds like you have a good community where you are. I mean, you've got a wind. You've got growers. Like... Yeah, like a commune. Do you going? live on a commune? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like kind of becoming that way, but not yet. Not we're not there do yet. Do you still live but... where you, you used to when you would I'm not gonna say where I but... do, but I got a different place um up up north. No, I'm like up north. I'm in the northern wilderness of California. Oh now. wait, so am I. I mean I still live in LA too. But you have a place. But... Is that where you are right now? You're mm-hmm. up north? Uh, yeah, in an undisclosed location. But Dandelion lived in LA. Like that was an oh, LA oh, okay. Okay. thing. This is very fascinating. Yeah. I me. feel like I need a dandelion. <laughs> yeah. You know? Everyone needs She's... a dandelion. But I want to know what the rat yeah. skulls represent. Like, does she give it to I you? don't know. She doesn't, she doesn't explain, explain it? No. She just like leaves little trinkets and gifts and skulls. <laughs> does she have you do? <laughs> I remember when I called Rachel's mom once. I used to have these really bad dreams at night where I felt like someone was watching me. And it oh. it was only from like one corner of the room. And it was just this fucked up feeling. And I called Rachel's mom and she's like, you need to put Epsom salt in the corner. Really? Light again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She didn't help me with what my is, fucking wait. nightmares when I was a kid. What's your mom's name? My mom is Jan. Her witch name Jan. is... No, she doesn't have one. She doesn't have a Where witch Where did she name. grow up? She's from Philly. She grew up super Catholic. Dude, I'm from right near. I Philly. know. You know, we vacation in a town, and I can see Delaware from it, and I always think of you because the only person I've ever known from Delaware. But yeah, and I always see it, and I think of you. Um, but yeah, she's from Philly, grew up super Catholic, mm-hmm. but then like rebelled and 
got really into spirituality and all that stuff. I love that. Yeah. We grew up in a very like her. open household. But you didn't grow up. Where did you? Here. L.A. Grew. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I thought. Yeah. Okay. She did too. That's why we know each other. You guys grew up together? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a long, long friendship. Long time. I like, I'm still friends with a lot of people that I grew up with. Are you? Are you? Are they still yeah. in Delaware? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some of them are in Delaware. Some of them are in New York. Like one friend that I grew up with that's like still one of my best friends lives in Brooklyn. And then I have a couple friends that are in LA that I actually like have been working with a little bit. Like we're developing an animated show and we all met at the same community theater that I met, the Swedish kid. But um, yes, yeah. I love that. I still That's so have, cool. yeah, a lot of my friends. Yeah, I, I've known since like forever. Did you make good friends out in LA? Because I know that us being from here, it was never hard. But I feel like a lot of people that yeah. move to LA find it hard to make like good, solid friendships. I think I got really lucky like early on on parks because of Amy Poehler and Rashida Jones. Like they kind of took me under their wing and. Obviously, I had no idea what was going on and I didn't, I don't know. I think I like early on just didn't understand that when you work on something like it's like just work and everyone is like friends. But then when it's over, everyone just like Mm -hmm. goes off and does their thing or something. And I, it took me a while to like understand that because I would just get really attached to people and be like, we're best friends forever. (laughs) And then it'd be over and they'd be like, bye. And I'd be like, but what But about this? (laughs) But yeah, but I think I got um, lucky because I worked with a lot of like women that I really liked, like you, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like even though, you know, I haven't seen you in years, but it's like, I feel like we're still friends. I I would call you and be like, we're doing that movie in Vancouver. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so yeah, I feel like I have definitely made really good. good friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Alia Shotcott. I was just going to say, yeah. you. you were... She, oh yeah, duh. From the yeah, but you duh. and you were good friends with her. The to-do list. We, I was good friends with her yeah. before the to-do right. list. And then um, she is my neighbor. She like, Are you serious? Co- totally coincidentally. Yeah. We live next door to each they other. Oh, you know? lucky. No, in okay, LA. I was going to say, because that's really random. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in LA. So yeah, it was a total coincidence. Like when I bought my house, she was like, I live there. Our property lines touch. And I was like, jackpot. <laughs> so like, that was, that was cool. Um, awesome. And it was fun actually during the quarantine because she was one of the only people I'll, like I would see in person, yeah. you know, when everybody was like super locked down, I would just like walk over there and we'd like sit on her deck and like smoke oh, and catch up. Like oh. That's my dream. Like we want to have a commune. We're like, if yeah. we could live next door to each other and all help with the shit. And Rob wants to know if you met. <laughs> what? What do you want to know, Rob? I'm <laughs> just throwing Rob. Rob, Rob what did no, you no, ask? Alia uh, came on armchair this week. Yeah. So we just saw her. Oh, she was? Yeah. But we wanted, yeah, if you were hanging out with Brad Pitt during lockdown. Was the... No, I wasn't. <laughs> but I, my life was affected by that too, you know, because the fucking paparazzi, <gasps> oh, which yeah. I know you, which I know you have dealt with your whole life, but like I never dealt with that stuff. Like that was not like no one cares about the fuck I'm doing. But because of that, because I live next door to Alia, mm-hmm. they would park. I'm sure she would talked about this already, but they would park and wait for Alia. And then they realized that. I lived there. So like, I was like, they're sloppy thirds, basically. <laughs> we, we also like, they're seriously. like, we'll take her. <laughs> you, If you Google, like, don't 
please don't. But if you Google, if you Google like Aubrey's doing it right now, like Aubrey walking her dogs, I'm telling you, there are hundreds of photos every single day of me walking my dogs in disgusting sweatsuits. I'm flipping them off. I, I, at, at one point I have, I was wearing masks that say like, go away, like that kind of stuff because I couldn't leave my house, but he's finding he's, them. Yeah, yeah he he's finding a picture. They're, they're everywhere. Like, is it all tie dye? Cause your husband, it's mostly that it's, it's like, oh, your dogs are so cute. There's dark moments. You can see the trajectory so of the entire You're quarantine. not lying. There's like you don't, a hundred I'm telling you, there, I'm outfits. telling you, there could, there could be a book made that is just me walking my dogs because of Brad Pitt and Alia because he lived also in the same neighborhood so they would just park on the main street and then just wait, wait for all of us yeah and I would be like Alia this needs to stop and she'd be like dude I don't know what to do like um it was crazy like it's Pitt I, or the paparazzi I'm going with Pitt yeah <laughs> I mean but I would go I would go up to their windows and be like I know you're not here for me so stop doing me do them right. not me and they'd be like, well, you're an actor. So, you know, whatever, like, fuck off. And I'm like, well, fuck <laughs> you, too. Like, I don't uh, know. So many things I, think, I wish I, think I could witness. I we should witness. make the coffee table book. Yeah. yeah. It's so good, yeah. There's Because literally... people like dogs, you know? It's rough, though, those photos. I don't, I'm not someone that, like, thinks to dress myself when I go out to walk my dogs. I just, like, don't. No, yeah. And it's not cute. That takes well, an extra effort and type of person but that that's gets the type ready. of person that like goes on a plane and heels in a skirt yeah we were just talking about this like people that dress how up do you for feel planes. about that like when I see that I'm just like why I can't but I also like I will say I feel like the New Yorker in me does right. respect the just the idea of like dressing up to go out or to go on a like you know there's like a romantic like old-fashioned vibe of like dressing right. nicely on a plane mm -hmm. those days are over <laughs> so but in that spirit i'm into it but in the spirit of like i'm doing this in case i got like photographed in the fucking terminal or whatever like i no, can't no. i'm too focused on like wellness and like oils that i'm right on my, or, or and, like i'm too like focused on supplements or like right. spraying things up my nostrils so that i don't get sick or like yeah. it's more like yeah i'm like it's more about no, the wet I'm, wipes I'm, and I'm, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i can't but like I, more for me is when like the skirt and like the skin touching the seats. Like I'm just like anything exposed. That's my bigger issue. But I couldn't walk in heels that much. No, I, with the luggage. But you how you have your dog pictures like that. I have like airport pictures like that. Like because that's mm. me. Like the most because they horrendous yeah. sleeping like horrifically. Yeah. I, I remember flying once I was doing a movie and we were shooting it. Do you know Doug Lyman, the director? Yeah, yeah. He's like an amazing, passionate man and like always, always going, right? Yeah. We were, and Rob has mm -hmm, really lovely pictures of me at the airport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have our coffee table booked, both of us, like just side by side. <laughs> uh, and I was sleeping. We were like flying a long flight to like Italy or something. I was sleeping and I woke up with his camera in my face, like a red, like for the film to use in a movie. And it was like a bigger movie, like a budget. <laughs> and Doug just Lyman? woke up. Yeah. With the camera in my face. Like, no, this is you going. I'm like, my clothes don't <gasps> matter. It didn't matter. No. The man did he is use a, it? I don't think it was used. But he did do it. He's a very passionate. I, I fucking love Doug. I'm obsessed with him. Oh, my but God. It was I would have like, punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah, you probably would have. 
But that just goes to show I am not the lady ready on an airplane. Or no, ever. Fuck. Fuck <laughs> me too. No, definitely not. No. no. Nope. Took my kid in my pajamas and slippers this morning to school. And she's like, Mom, you didn't even change your shoes. I was like, well. I know. And living in LA has only made that like worse for me. Because at least like when I lived in New York, I did have like some sense of like, I, I can't be, you know, wearing my pajamas on the subway <laughs> or whatever. But um, those days are, yeah. LA is like <laughs> anything goes. I can wear PJs. Yeah. Or get married in tie-dye PJs. Or exactly. Right? Exactly. (laughs) I feel like the pandemic, like, helped that, too. Like, after the pandemic, everyone's like, nobody, like, we don't ever have to put shoes on again again or clothes (laughs) or... Well, it's just comfort became a priority. It's like, we might as well be comfortable. Yeah. Right? If we're all going to die, we might as well die in comfort. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've always been that way. I'm not afraid to say it. Or show it or spray it. Yeah, I, I think you, but you have, you have always had like comfort and style. I feel like yep. you're like a good aspirational, well, like comfort style person. I do like to be comfortable, but I like, yeah, I like clothes. You, yeah, I really, close. but you, you have an effortless style. Like you never seem like it's like you're trying Thank to do it. You, it seems Aubrey. like, I appreciate yeah. that. I really liked our clothes in the to-do list because 90s was pretty fun. I know. I <laughs> There's like it. I'm wearing like a G-string leotard with leggings doing like step aerobics at one point. Yeah. I feel like you were just always wearing like a bra and like <laughs> like a mini skirt or something. Yeah. I don't know. Doing the Roger Rabbit and like a bra and a mini skirt. Yeah. Like we're teaching you <laughs> to do the Roger yes. Rabbit. Oh, man. That was fun. I know. <laughs> yeah. We need to have a some kind of screening how long has it been i feel like i don't even know maybe 10 years the to-do list you want to see when it came out i feel like 2011 maybe i'm making that up really so we missed it oh it came out in 2013 (gasps) oh my god so 2023 10 years we'll do our 10-year screening party that would be but just you two right (laughs) (laughs) me you um Alia. Um, <laughs> no, that cast was like stacked. It was. Childish Gambino can do a set. Dude, oh, yeah. right? Remember? Scott Porter. I'm still friends. Scott I did a Porter. show, you know, with him. Love Scott. Yeah. Bill I don't think. Hader. Andy yeah. Samberg. Samberg. That's right. Chris Furman's class. Johnny Simmons. I mean. It was a huge cast. Like there huge. were a lot of people in that. You know Bill and I dated, right? What? Are you serious? That's why when I wrote that to you in the text, (laughs) I was like, I don't know if Aubrey actually knows this. No. You didn't know that? (laughs) No. Oh, my God. I I don't know shit. I don't know anything. Uh, Well. Stop it. I know. I swear to God. Like two years ago. Right when the pandemic hit. I went with you to the fucking Golden Globes. But your characters dated in the movie. And we wound up dating. I know. Oh, my God. I have the weirdest compliment that you can totally take out if this is weird. But (laughs) I've never even thought this about someone. I know. It's starting really strange because it's kind of strange. Okay. You know what I really like about your face is that it looks constantly like it almost feels like you're always on the verge of an orgasm. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like the weirdest. <laughs> it's like something really good's always about to happen. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, probably no <laughs> one's ever like, said that, think, right? No. That's no. <laughs> that's new. No. 
that's new. That is new. That is definitely I've never heard that before. Um, I'll take it though. Fuck. Yeah. I don't Do you get what care. I mean? Yeah. You get what she means. I mean, you always look like you're just like, yes to life. It's face, like there's a secret and something good about to happen that you're not going to tell us about. So it's like an orgasm. It's like, okay. I right. think Rob, that has do you to, get what I mean? I think that has to do with like, don't ask Rob. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, he's like, yeah I get it. <laughs> I feel like that has something to do with my like repressed, like Catholic upbringing or something. Maybe. I don't know. Like the shame that I carry with me. It could be. So much shame. <laughs> so much fucking shame. So much. I don't know. <laughs> it the, doesn't the feel shamey though. It just feels like I've something done. good. Okay. I'll take I, it. All right. Take it. You have that. All right. Okay. Aubrey, are you ready to play a game with us? Yes. Do you prefer, <laughs> well, I th- fuck, marry, kill is what we usually do. Whatever but- you want. <laughs> we also do marry. No, no. We also do bang, marry, bury. If it's like, if fuck, marry, kill is too harsh. Oh, I don't really care. <laughs> I had a feeling you wouldn't. I'm scared. You should be scared. Okay. Jason Momoa. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> John Mulaney. Okay. And Bill Hader. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Um, okay, I have to think about this. Okay, what is it? Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. I would kill Bill Hader. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not afraid to say this, Bill. Um, I saw him on a plane and he did this joke that he thought was really funny. But my pet peeve is like that thing that people do where like that joke, quote unquote joke that people do where like you're like, hey, can you hand me that pen? And they go, no. And you're like, ha, ha, ha hand me the pen and then they're like okay and I'm like you just wasted like a couple seconds of my fucking life with whatever (laughs) anyway why am I talking okay Bill you know what you did Bill on the plane I'm gonna leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) I asked him to put my fucking hand me my goddamn overhead luggage and he wouldn't do it and the plane was packed and (gasps) I know he was doing a bit but the plane was packed man and I couldn't I couldn't make my way back to the, to the bin to get my bags and he wouldn't give it to me. And I'm pretty sure Billy Crystal was on the flight and a bunch of other high profile people that were watching this go down. It was very humiliating. So jokes on you, buddy. Fuck Bill Hader. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Kill Bill. Um, okay. Mary, Kill Bill. Um, oh I would God. marry. Wait, what was the other ones? Fuck Jason Momoa and John, John Mulaney. Okay. Kill Bill. Mary, I guess I would wait. Mary or fuck? Um, damn. I guess I would like. Honestly, I would fuck Mulaney. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because, like, I don't know. I feel like we have like similar, like, kind of. Is he Catholic? I I don't know. It's, maybe it's the Irish repress Irish. Yeah. So there's. Just, I feel like there'd be like a lot of like hate, shame, and hatred, and just something there and then the other one i guess because i care the least about him i'll marry him that makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah because <laughs> uh, then you can leave if you want jason, jason momoa. momoa right 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 that guy 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not like. I don't know much about that guy, but I wish him well. And uh, he seems like he seems like a good, solid, like married husband kind of guy. I don't know. There he we seems go. like he would. You could be like, can you? Hey, can you like raise the kids while I'm over here? And he'd be like, I got it, babe. <laughs> he seems <So>. capable. <laughs> yeah, very strong. Very strong. Like he'd be like the guy that can move the thing. Yeah, the guy that can get your luggage for you. (laughs) Yeah, he. he, Yeah, he wouldn't be leaving me hanging about the luggage. I don't. Did he ever get the luggage? No, he didn't. Then that's not a bit. That's what I was saying myself (laughs) for hours after. I was like, it wasn't a bit because he never got it. I had to go and let everybody else pass me. And then I had to go back and that get is my, some fucked up shit. My luggage, I know, dude. It was uh, a dark, dark is, day. But I'm pretty sure day. Sally. I want. I could be making this up, but I'm pretty sure Sally Field and Billy Crystal were also in first class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were watching. <laughs> oh, but I could have made this fantasy up in my head. I'm Maybe well, it like never it. happened. <laughs> Maybe it never. No, I think it did. Anyway, it did. I love. He knows answers. what he did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I loved. I, <laughs> I just loved talking to you because I love you, and I'm so happy that I got to see you. I love you too, and talk to you. I know, and I want to see you soon. Touch you, touch you through the lens. <laughs> I know. I we'll, come do a reading. Yeah. Let us know when you're. You know. Around. When you're around, hit me up. I will. I'll be back soon. And, yeah. Um, and we should set up for real. We should we should be yeah. spearhead this to do list thing, but we should make it really dark and like yeah, let's do it <laughs> some kind of like game where everyone needs to like survive the night or something. <laughs> <laughs> An escape room, uh, yeah, like Squid Games. Everyone loves that. I never. No know one's that. getting out of here. A virgin. I don't know. <laughs> everyone loves that. Squid Games. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, you haven't but seen think, it? Oh lord, it's no. twisted. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't I do don't. it. <laughs> I won't. Oh, thank and with you. That, yeah, and, and with that, that, have a wonderful <laughs> have day. Have a wonderful evening. And, and just like that. <laughs> and um, just like that. All right. So you guys have not heard that Father John Misty song? I don't think I have, but I do. I am aware of the video. Like I can picture her in it because I just showed you it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big recollection I have a big recollection of her in a music video uh, no but Olivia was in a music video why are you bringing that back up what Who music it? video yeah it was a simple plan music oh. video <laughs> number one on TRL at the time now TRL yeah when, do you remember TRL they, weren't they have you ever band? heard of TRL Rob I know they were Canadian. I don't know if they were Christian. It didn't feel Christian what I was doing in the music video. I'm thinking of Story of the Year. No. They were a very similar band. Simple plan. And, you know, I got to say, as a child, that was my dream, was to be the girl in a music video. What song was it? Literally. Your Love is a Lie. What do you do in the video? We're about to find out. I know. I'm like, I forget. I make out with a guy. I'm cheating on the lead singer and he like catches me and he's very distraught about the fact that my love is a lie. But here's the good news about doing that music video. That was my dream as a kid. I get it. To be the girl in the video. For sure. I did it. There was only maybe three people on the earth I cared if they saw that music video. Who were they? 
I'm not saying who they were, but they all contacted me and were like, oh my gosh, I saw your music. <gasps> Look video. at her. Yeah. Wait, Olivia. That's, oh my gosh, the outfit. What year was, what did this have been? Oh God, I have no idea. Look at her. That's, that's you know, listen, I, I did what I set out to do in this life. So you actually got, you've done your goal in life. Yeah, I'm done here. Since 2008. It's been a while. 14 years. 14 fucking Damn, years. But you made your goal. My goal, still haven't done it. What is your goal? Disney, Disney fucking princess. princess. Oh, yeah. That's Girl, right. we fucked up by this guest, though. Yeah. This is our first non-Disney well, princess Well, but guest. she's a witch. And you know what? I will take a witch over a Disney princess. Oh, you will? Will you? Well, today I will. Okay. Listen, I grew up with a mother who was very... Witchy. Yes. Very witchy. And was always like, no, the witches and the, you know, pagan times and like the whole thing. So... What was the weirdest witchy thing? You've witnessed her do. She was not. See, that's exactly where your mind goes. Like, was she casting spells and there was like a dead frog in this fucking, you know, pot on the stove? And it's not like that. Um, it's more it? about like, a powerful woman, really. Right? So but like there are feminism? real witches. No, there's real witches. I am not well educated enough on actual witchery. She tunes it out. She literally tunes it I out do. and acts like it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'll sit there and talk to Jan all day long about it. I'm like, teach me. I want to be a witch. But, but it's like my mom, you know? It's like the same thing where you don't want to talk to your mom about, like, you <laughs> Witchery. Know, about witchery. <laughs> yes, you know? Everyone can everyone relate Everyone can to relate that. to that. You don't want to talk to your mom about witchery. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone does want to talk to their mom about it. Like, Elliot would give anything to talk about witchery with me, like Harry Potter type deals, you know? But yeah, that's a fantasy. To, I'd love to talk to my mom about witchery. Yeah. You guys, witchery, the way you're picturing it, it's not like, oh, Harry Potter and spells. It's not the same thing. <laughs> then what is yeah, what it? What is it? We're it's trying, like a, we want you I to don't, teach us. No, I just, she told you I'd tune it out. I know it's not that. They're not riding around on broomsticks. Well, I don't. We. I don't think either of us thought she was riding around on a broomstick. Well, you know, well, stranger so what, things have but happened. But would she do like um, rituals, seances, that kind of like, vibe, like satanic stuff? I don't know if she. <laughs> no, but like, would Calm she down. like sacrifice? Like, I don't things? think pets, that. No, pets? that was definitely not her journey. Okay. I think she just knows witches. But my mom will always be like, I'm a witch. I'm a crone. You know. Okay. I'm not going to lie. She said the other day, oh, my friend so-and-so is coming over. You remember the witch from yeah. da, 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 da. And yeah. I was like. "It's But she's like a legit witch. And yeah. my mom, you know what? We could have her on and talk all about witchery and witches. And we will learn. Because I cannot tell you. I wonder if she did some of it on you, which is why you're... <laughs> she wiped no my memory. Yeah, she it. like literally wiped your memory. She's like, you will only remember the positives. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. Oh, no, it didn't work, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work. No, she would go on like these crazy like excursions, like, you know, whatever. Mystery school was a school she went to. Oh, I looked up mystery school. Yeah. I really did. And? It's a big mystery. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. I don't remember. know. Yeah, I, I don't think know. she was. I think it was a little culty. Too. Maybe these, like just ayahuasca trips. She would take. No, it no. was a little culty. Ayahuasca wasn't even out then. The wedding I was at this weekend, the groom uh -huh. 
grew up in a cult. Oh, he did? Called the Source family? Sick. We need to talk to him. We could have Adam on. Yeah. So his mom was there. She's a trip. And like, she went by like the name Electra. Wait, I'm so not into now. This, this yeah, this no, you would have been really anything. Apparently, there's a documentary, a documentary yeah. on the Source, the Source family. family, and we yep. should watch it because it's oh very God. curious. I cannot wait. We need to have him on. Father Yod. Yep. We did. Did you know this? Did you always know this about him? Or I did didn't it know come this. Out at the wedding. I didn't know this until I was given the best men speech to like. I I read it. I saw it. You were supposed to be the best man? I was, you gave the speech. Yeah, I was the best happening? man. I was the best man. No, I read their speech before they did it. The <laughs> before <laughs> For them. I read what they wrote and I read it in there and I was like, huh. And I think maybe I knew that, but I kind of forgot. The I, spell. Was it? Right. The spell that you Wipe my memory. I have so many questions. Uh, my memory was wiped by a horrific... Car, car accident. accident that I had head trauma from at 14. Also, all the pot and whippets. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, that is real. That is real. Jaws of life and what all. What was that? When was that? What was that? Well. I don't think anyone knows about this. That's not true. I've talked about this. Haven't I? Uh, this is episode three of the podcast. I'm not sure. Well, I thought maybe. See, this is my memory. I'm like, what do you mean? We did the whole first episode on this. Uh, my friends and I were at the beach hanging out with some not so good guys. Was it uh, like the guy that just moved from Chino? <laughs> yeah. Chino would get very upset if you used that town in that way. Isn't that where? Yes, that was the wrong side of the tracks on the OC. Yes. Does Chino actually get mad about that? Chino, I think, was upset when the show came out. They were like painted as the wrong side of the tracks, you know, and they're not. And they were a little. So are, are you sure this happened or are you just remembering <laughs> the TV show? <laughs> yeah, she's like, and there was this girl named Marissa with me. And, <laughs> <my best> friend. <laughs> and this guy stole a car and crashed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we were at the beach and we were young and like doing what we shouldn't like drinking. And apparently the dudes were on drugs and I didn't know. And uh, on our way home, it was an Oxnard. And on our way home, the guy in the front seat was like turned around on his knees and he was tickling the dude I was with was like laying down in the back seat, right? And I was sitting up and he... he this guy was driving and tickling? The no, dude there was... My friend was driving. Her dude was turned around on the passenger seat tickling my dude. And then all of a sudden we're on PCH, Pacific Coast Highway. And he grabs the steering wheel, the guy in the front seat, and yanks it. We're in a little Ford probe. I don't know if you know what that car is. It's super small. And a huge like Mack truck is coming. And it was a head-on collision. Now, my last memory is his hand on the steering wheel. I don't remember a thing after that. I was like half like scalped. Like my scalp was like flapping. Disgusting. Oh, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah, her scar. <laughs> That's why I look like this. Yeah. Um, I have an, actually, I do have a scar under here. You can see and I can show you. Whatever. I have a nasty scar like I have like little scars from the glass shattering and like black eye, but like the head trauma was really the main main injury. Uh, and I blacked out and I was helicoptered to the hospital. Everyone else was. And the passenger seat guy was paralyzed. Um, mm -hmm. The guy on my lap uh, was mentally disabled from it. And the driver, our friend, um, her foot basically just got so fucked up. She could like never dance again. And she like loved dancing. So it was brutal. a gnarly yeah, accident. It was really like it was, it was jaws of brutal. life. Helicopter to the hospital. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember anything. Do you remember waking up in the hospital? 
I vaguely remember I had like a bandage around my head, you know? Yeah. But like, I didn't remember anything. So I just went on like nothing, you know? And I remember smoking pot like right after the accident. Oh, geez. And like passing out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Rachel. Well, I know. But like, look, I was 14. You know, I, it was a lot of things this I shouldn't have been doing. Worse. It's you making it sound 14. worse. I was 14. I know 14. it's terrible. But let me tell you, if that accident hadn't happened, I would not have redirected my life because I was hanging out with the wrong fucking dudes. Okay. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> this dude is in jail for life now. Yeah. The one that was in the backseat with me is in jail for life. Yes. Because of this incident? No. 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 Mm-mm. Well, I think his mind suffered a lot from what happened in that accident that his path, he didn't have the opportunity mentally probably to turn his not, life back around. He was not mentally um, capable of a living a normal life after that. And he was already 18 at the and time. And he was also already troubled. Very troubled. He was 18 hanging out with a 14-year-old? Yeah, yeah, well, there you go, right? There's mm-hmm. one problem of many. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not going down the right track. So anyway, this accident really turned me around where I stopped hanging out with certain kinds of people. Yep. Thank God. Thank God. And I think about that now as a mom, oh. thinking of like... Like getting the call. I will. Um, yeah, it was bad. 14 is a baby. Mm-hmm. A baby. I was way too young for way too any young. of it. I started way too young. And that's why oftentimes she really truly does not remember things, but she'll remember things from like far back from before the accident. Mm-hmm. But like anything else, we're kind of yeah. playing like photographic, up. sure, you know. Anyone who listens to the OC podcast knows that I remember nothing from the show ever. But, but the weird thing is then you can also get a script and f- memorize a, a photographic memory I have and an memorize amazing, your lines. I have an amazing photographic memory. If I see something, I'll remember, like, you know, that is like sharp as fuck, but no memory. Like, remember when we were here? Remember nope. you did this? And Is it for everything or just everything before then? I think it's everything after that accident is more foggy like I can remember things from it's like after the accident your brain stops storing it the same way I think so something something remember things from a month ago uh no what was a month ago she doesn't she doesn't. I don't either. And I didn't get in an accident. Well, then you're a mom. And then, then it's like, add mom, that on top of it. Something happens to your brain. And they say like, oh, mom brain or whatever. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. My brain is gone. Mm-hmm. gone. That's, that's the COVID brain. Oh, you think? You COVID and mom brain together. And just yeah, like. You're fucked. Just fucked. Good thing I don't rely too much on my brain, guys. I don't. Well, yeah. It's mush. <laughs> just just your looks for the Simple Plan music video. <laughs> yes, I've always just gone off of my looks. Mm-hmm. No, I honestly try my best in life to not make any decisions from my head. But I go to my body because I think it has more valid information than the mind. I think the mind is a mm-hmm. screwy thing to listen to. And when we cannot listen to it and listen to our body, we're usually guided in a more clear, precise manner. See? That all came from my body. I didn't need my head for see? that. See? You and see? That's where the answers are. That's how you channel. Hmm. So the body keeps the score. 
The body keeps there the score. I do remember outfits, though. I can remember things by clothing. I always remember <laughs> the clothing. I'll be like, I remember that night we were wearing, I was wearing your blue jacket. Remember when we were You were, were the wearing, there's certain memories I have. By outfit. By outfit. Yeah. That stick out. I get it. Like when we scaled. Oh, you weren't there. I wasn't there when they we scaled talked about this, didn't we? Sang Disney princess songs in the car without you. <laughs> yeah, they do a lot without me. And you know what? <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> I have what's called Jomo. Do you know what Jomo is? J-O-M-O? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get there quicker, Rob. You're not mom brain or a car accident. <laughs> My mentor taught yeah, it but to me. The mom she brain. said, she said, I used to have FOMO, but now I have JOMO. It's the joy of missing out. And so now when I see people do things, I used to get FOMO. Now I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm in my pajamas in my bed. I'm so glad I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, That's, oh, that looks so fun for them. I'm really glad I wasn't there. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Is that age? Do you think that's age? Maybe. It has to be, right? Like you get to a certain point and you're like, I don't need to be there. I'm just anywhere. tired all the time. I walk in my door and instantly I put sweatpants on. The minute I the get in my house. The second I walk in my house and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. My pants are dropping in changing. <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> The minute I walk in the house, yeah. I'm like, get me into I am still cozy in, clothes. Right now, what I put on put on when I walked in the house yesterday. <laughs> See, but I do. That's what that smell is. Yes. <laughs> I do multiple changes. Like I go, I, I get home. What? Oh, yeah. At home, you do multiple changes? Multiple changes. Because when I get home, I don't want to be in like my night pajamas because the kids might still want to go outside. Like. There's still things to do. I'm like cooking. So I put on sweats. But then when I go to bed, I change into pajamas. What are your pajamas? They're pajamas. Like proper pajamas. Pajamas. Silky. Do you say pajama or pajama? Pajama. 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 They're like um, like really beautiful, gorgeous negligees. From from Luna. Yeah. 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 they're pajamas. I get like, you know, I have like matching pajamas. Yeah, me Like too. you saw my pajamas last night. Um, Hello. I get us matching. Olivia, yeah. Arlia, and I have, I get us matching sets from TJ Maxx. Oh, I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> oh my God, I can't <laughs> wait ready, for Rob. you to get yours. That's exciting. Yeah, we love a good matching pajama set. Yeah. So you go straight to, I don't understand, you change well, into a set. Yeah, it sounds like you never leave your sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I've never taken these off. I know it depends. Like, I don't love to sleep in sweats. Me they, neither. That's why I they're like it. thick and like they get a little this, hot and they get tank. They, 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 cr- they, they, can't what, stand what's it. the word I'm looking for? They creep up your leg. Can't deal. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yes, I will take off. But if I'm so tired and I have, this is the new thing. What? Because I have to get Briar to school in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm already dressed. Like, that's one thing I can take away in the morning while I'm like multitasking. The morning b- hustle and bustle. So I'm like, I don't have to fucking get dressed. I'm ready to get her ready for school. And we walk out the door because I'm in my sweatsuit. But I can't sleep in a sweatsuit because yeah, the, I know thing, it's the not comfortable around the leg. I will have a bad night. That's why you're not sleeping good, Rachel. You need to take your <laughs> pants off. Did you know? For years, okay, this is really important information. 
for <laughs> years and years and years, I would go to sleep. I would yeah. change into my pajamas. Yeah. And finally, my mom was like, I can't believe you sleep in your underwear. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't sleep in underwear. I was like, what does that mean? She's like, you sleep in a G-string? And I was like, yeah. Like, obviously, I sleep in my underwear. You take your underwear off? She's like, I take my underwear off. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. I 1,000% Yeah, but then I thought that off. was creepy. And I was like, she's like, if you don't want to just take your underwear off, you know you could put on full butt underwear. Oh, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> well, let me tell you. Okay. Oh my God. I took off those G-strings to sleep. I'd been sleeping in G-strings for like 20 years. Yeah, that's not chill. No. I got myself a lot of full butt underwear. You know why I got full butt underwear? From having a baby and right. like recovering from surgery yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was like, let me give these a try. Well, now I realize that you don't have to suffer with a G-string. You could put on full butt underwear. Here's why. Here's why. I could, no. Here's why. They're okay. they're amazing. They're delicious? They're delicious. <laughs> Here's why, though. I don't wash my pajamas every time I wear them. So if you take off your underwear and you're sleeping I with the totally pajamas get up your that. crotch. I totally get that. I don't wear the same pajamas twice in a row. So I have a problem when I'm on vacation. Oh, see, you need full butt underwear. Hell no. I could why? not. Hell no. I can't wear full butt underwear. I can't wear them. I can't wear them to sleep. Like, unless you're, like, dealing with something, you're on your period, you need a fucking pad or whatever. Okay? Oh, speaking of periods. I'm getting mine. No, I know oh. you're getting yours, but you did have me try those period, period underwear. underwear. Hey, Rob, is this fun? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Period underwear. My friend Brandy turned me on to them. Yeah, no, I'm a fan now. They're fucking amazing. They're the only thing I will wear and they're full butt. I, I hate, if I walk out of the house to go somewhere public and I have full butt underwear on, I feel like I'm walking out of the house naked. But you know that, like so someone's the thing, I change my underwear though. Like I get home, yeah, put on my sweats, do my thing. No, I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my sweats with my full butt underwear. No. And then yeah, I sleep in no them period. and then I take them off. But, but no period, no full butt. better now. But hands down. You sleep better. I'm happy for you. I can't sleep in a G-string, but, but I, I don't sleep in underwear. I up my ass for yeah, like 20 years. Yes, that was not a good, I, that was not a good call. You wash your pajamas every time you wear them? I don't wash them. I just have a lot of pajamas. She throws them away. She throws them away. <laughs> She's done clothes. <laughs> but, no, I just, you know, I can't. I cannot. First of all, I cannot wear full butt underwear. Cannot do it. Sleeping. I wore I wore them today with jeans to my class. Full butt, full butt, fucking underwear. You could do that, and it doesn't make you feel. I can't do it. Cannot do it. Only a g string and nothing with pajamas. I want you to know these are cute underwear. <laughs> Except that someone I told you what Jeff said. What <laughs> he was like? I think this full butt underwear has gotten like a little out of line. He's like, are those your? actual grandma's underwear <laughs> did she like gift those to you? <laughs> I was like I looked down and I lost it and I was like I might have taken it too far yeah they're like the I get full. it but if you're gonna go there like after a baby I had the most like atrocious like granny panties well after the baby I stole all the ones from the hospital oh well you had the surgery so yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah but those things were 
Those were the move. No underwear. Cannot sleep in them. Full butt underwear. Cannot wear them. I'm, yeah, G-string with clothes and nothing with pajamas. Yeah. But you're not like no underwear with clothes, right? <laughs> no. Well, a lot of people are. Yeah, I'm that way. <laughs> are you free no, no, balling? Only, only G-string. <laughs> what, what is Natalie's thing? You Nobody knows, huh? I don't. Nobody knows. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want people to know. I don't know. She has both. But you don't know if she, does she sleep in? I don't think it's one or the other. She'll wear full butt underwear with pants and. Yeah. But will she sleep in a thong? No, I think she just, she's got like silk pajamas that she sleeps in. What a sexy little bitch. <laughs> what a life you have, Rob. pajamas. I heard once like. I'm just doing a whole other episode right now, yeah. <laughs> basically. Sorry, Aubrey. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey would be into this conversation, I feel like. I yeah, text her and see what kind of... Be like, do you sleep with? in full butts or G-strings or nothing at all? But you know what? These are great questions. No, but like these are the unanswered questions of the world. Like I think the this Big is Bang what Theory. Like everyone, yeah. do you sleep in full butts, G-strings or none at all? Yeah. That is the age-old question. I, I mean, I, I felt freedom. I have a friend that can only wear full butts, and I'm like, How what? You, yeah. With clothes? Yeah. No. Yeah. But you can't do that. No. Because you have VPL. Visible v- panty line. Oh, VPL. I was like, vagina, <laughs> plump, <laughs> plump <laughs> lips. <laughs> oh, my God. I lost it today. What? Because so I'm doing this acting workshop, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And they they're you're lying on the floor and he's he takes you through this whole thing. It's great. Right. And then he tells me <laughs> he doesn't tell me. This anything. is Shia LaBeouf, right? This is not Shia LaBeouf. I (laughs) I now need to investigate Shia LaBeouf's acting class. (laughs) So anyways, he's like, okay, you know, he takes you through this like breathing exercise. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, okay, laugh it out. And everyone just like starts laughing. And I started thinking of you and our contagious like laughter when we have like random contagious laughter. We had it at House of Pies once like 20 years ago and we still go to that for yeah for for for, but it wasn't coming and I was like ah fuck so I thought of what Zach said last night what did he say (laughs) (laughs) I told him my husband went to Burning Man and he said did he join a pussy eating contest (laughs) (laughs) and I I was hearing that in my head and and then I started picturing it (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing. And then when it was over and he's like, okay, you're going to let that settle now. I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to let off laughing. I don't know why I just brought that up or where that came from. Well, because we said VPL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You said the P word and I went Uh straight to pussy pussy eating eating contest. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. And I was like, wait, is that a thing at Burning Man? <laughs> then she starts spiraling and yeah. spinning out that it's real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it gave me a good laugh, though. That's so good. Oh, well, we should probably, like, you know, before I have to go to bed, talk to Aubrey. <laughs> this, well, this is, is after. This is, after. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really long intro. <laughs>
is over, guys. <laughs> I'm so tired. You guys, I was at a wedding in Joshua Street, and it was so hot. And I was stuck in a bunk bed in a room that used to be a garage with no air conditioning. You guys, I just, I came down off the top bunk one morning. Yeah. Because it was so hot. Heat rises, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you I've for that. that. And I came down and Leah yeah, was in the bottom bunk. Uh-huh. And I just looked at her and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, dying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> we gotta go. Oh my goodness, I'm delirious. So anyway, my point being is I'm delirious. I haven't slept now in four days because we did not sleep there. And then when I got home, I didn't sleep. Gertie decided to keep me up all night, my dog. I think we've covered very important things. The underwear thing is huge. It's going to make a lot of people feel good and give them a lot of things to talk about with their friends and family. Well, now I think whenever we have someone on, we ask the question. I want to know. And I want to know if, hey. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of other things I, I so want to know, but I'll of, save like, it. Fuck Mary Kill or Mary Berry One Night Stand. Not instead of. I mean, in addition, in addition to. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. And then we can ask them. Full butter G-string. The one you fuck. Are you in full butt or are you in G-string? Or yeah. are you none? Well, I Usually guess you have to be you, none. Yeah. Oh, geez. Unless you put All it right. to the side. Someone turn my mic off. 